There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Football Rabble Mailbag, everybody. It's Saturday, 18th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Vidushin Hunteraja. Let's go. Welcome to our second ever Football Ramble Mailbag, everybody. Thank you for all the kind words after the first edition two weeks ago and to everyone who's got in touch since. A reminder that if you want to get involved on the mailbag, you can tweet us on X at Football Ramble, message us on Instagram at Football Ramble, and of course you can email us, show at footballramble.com. It's the mailbag, gentlemen. It's the mailbag. Jim, it's your first time it is. on the mailbag. How does it feel? Great. It feels like Saturday morning TV. Yeah, like, it feels like yeah. Sunday time, school. First time you and I have done a Saturday ramble, which is yeah. outside of tournaments, so not at all. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on a Still. come down after watching the Crystal Maze all last night <laughs> <laughs> and friends. Yeah, 
Glad you said maze after crystal. Yes. Imagine being on that in the crystal maze. <laughs> oh, that is a, <laughs> that is a crossover that we desperately need. I've, yeah. got, oh, I've got a Hoover all a sand up in the Aztecs on. Oh. <laughs> that is, you know, that is Trump's America too. All of the laws get cut to ribbons. You can do stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, to the first email, Peter. <laughs> From Ray, writing as a concerned England fan, oh. it's no secret that international football is getting less glamorous these days and my children definitely seem less interested in it than I remember being at their age through the 90s. Do you guys agree? And could this start impacting major tournaments themselves? How does football fix this slide? More Saudi money. That's how we fix it. More yeah. Saudi money. Always, yeah. More is always the answer, isn't yeah. it? Well, that is what FIFA think. This mm. is the issue, isn't it? I think totally. This is why, why this, is, uh, this perception is, is certainly happening. I, I have to be honest, I don't know any children uh, who are the age that I was through the 90s. So I don't I... know any children. Yeah. <laughs> However hard I look. <laughs> so Back to um, Brian Adams, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. Moving on from that yeah. uh, as quickly as possible. Um, I, have to go, I have to take Ray's word for it that this is a thing that's happening amongst that generation. But I think... Um, part of it is an accessibility issue, isn't it? Isn't it? And there's so much of it in the '90s when a World Cup was coming up or a, or a European tournament mm-hmm. was coming up. Um, this was really the best chance you had to see some of the best players in the world. Um, if Cristiano Ronaldo had been around at, mm-hmm. uh, at the time and playing for Real Madrid, mm. we wouldn't have had access to every single goal that he had, really, in the 90s. I mean, mm. obviously, there was Revista de la Liga in, in the noughties. I'm not sure exactly when that, that but that's still started on, on Sky. But not everybody, you still got to pay for Sky. Well, exactly, not everybody yeah, does. So, um, exactly. Certainly in the 90s, far fewer people had it. So kids now, can they can do a deep dive on a left back from Belarus that their club might sign mm-hmm. really, really easily. And I think that just the access to that, that, um, that level of, of detail means that naturally things have no mystery to them, right? And mm-hmm. that's part of what glamour is, right? An element of, of mystery is important throughout mm-hmm. it. And I don't know, actually, if you can really do anything about that. And uh, what, Absolutely what you should not do, uh, which is what FIFA wants to do, is have some sort of tournament, be yeah. it uh, be it international or the the mad sort of new Club World Club Cup thing every summer. That will mm. really, yeah. really take the mystery out of it. And I think actually you have to look at other form of entertainments and, and not look at sport, but look at Marvel in particular right. and how they are running their brand into the ground by yeah. just constantly just put, yeah, flooding yeah. the market with content and no one can keep up with it. And, and the stars are kind of like every, uh, I think there's a kind of malaise um, about like uh, everyone in Hollywood and everyone in sort of superhero <clears throat> films, everyone's sexy but no one's having sex. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's like, so much football, but it means nothing. It's like, the, it's like <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the most asexual yes. leading man yeah, Hollywood's yes. ever had. Yes, smooth. Hang yeah. on. A very so smooth you, so man. You, you there's want, probably nothing down there. There's it's just nothing more bald. down there, no. So, so you want the Marvel films to feature a lot of, of I want hardcore Super penetration. Yes. Yeah, I, want, okay. I want hardcore. None of your Japanese blurred out stuff. I want hardcore penetrative sex mm. in every Marvel film. Clip this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will not rest until that happens. How does the Hulk have sex? Who can the yeah, Hulk have sex exactly. With? Yeah. These are the questions we you want. You wouldn't to like me when I'm horny. You <laughs> and and you, how is this helping raise children? 
Well, yeah, I bring children into this. Yeah. I mean, well, well, that's but, what Ray's talking about. Well, and also, well, don't how bring does it help children us this? as a community not raise our children I, do as you well? Know, do you not think, though, Marcus, that it was always the way? In between international tolerances, it was always like this. I remember, like, school children, um, more children, God, there's so many children, um, uh, being, like, forced to watch England in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's all you could hear at Wembley, at the old Wembley. So, like, I don't think things have massively changed. I yep. think we've got a really engaged uh, young um, England team that, mm-hmm. that the kids to love on your TikToks and that, mm. so I think that's I, I think we're um, in living in, through a generation where actually they do care about. Um, I think you're probably uh, right. I think you, I think you've I think the idea that it's changed massively is probably no, not just our the nostalgia. Case. Isn't I it? think I think for some reason I think youth culture, which you could argue certainly in in, in the West was basically sort of like came in the sort of the late sixties, I suppose, mm. and 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 as the generations go by, and now you're you're, you're I think people pander. Or, or at least they think they need to pander like way too much, if you see what I mean. Obviously, you've got to keep everybody um, in mind. But you see this with FIFA when they sort of you, you get these old men saying, oh, well, this is what children want or this is what, what young people want and so on. It's kind of like, well, no, hang on. If you're a child, your attention span is not going to be that of when you, you're an adult, watching no. World Cups, watching uh, uh, football matches for 90 minutes, etc., etc. Those children, they don't stay children forever. Mm. And so, uh, yes, I understand that they're growing up with a lot of different media and as you, you, you have described already. But that doesn't mean to say that they, when they turn 18 or 21 or 25 or whatever it is, yeah. they, they have an inability to sit down and watch 90 minutes of football. I don't think that major tournaments will be impacted... Um, by any of this, I think the only people that will ruin major in, uh, major tournaments are the people at FIFA expanding the World Cup to forty eight teams. Let's see how it goes. I know we're, we're look, it's going to happen. Hence, I say let's see how it goes. Yeah. I would have voted against it, but you know, I still don't get a vote, um, sadly. Um, <laughs> but with uh, uh, tournament football, I think it will always have um, uh, uh, the charm that it does because it happens so rarely, and it happens in the summer as well. Uh, well, <laughs> usually, mm. um, and and it does bring people together in a way. And I think that there is something beautiful about that. And I don't see that would change at all because no matter how old or how young people are, people like hanging out with their mates. So I don't think it will impact on the tournaments itself unless FIFA just mess around with it so much that people go, oh, we'll sod this. But I don't think they will. And also, you've got to remember that in a lot of other parts of the world, hence I keep re- referencing the Western world, a lot of the other parts of the world, the World Cup, they provide. you remember the Peruvian fans in Russia, mm. you know, in, 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 in Qatar, the Saudi Arabian fans mm. themselves, were, were, or the Moroccan fans as well, you know, what they brought to the tournament, that does add uh, something to it. And I think that that sometimes is in intriguing to, to some people in, in countries where we are and it can be inspiring as well so just because we may think that Western children or whatever you want to, you know, um, are, are perhaps I, I don't agree with that but the rest of the world certainly um, I would say don't agree with that um, mm. either so I think I think tournaments are not in danger other than by those who uh, run them video games we need better international sorely focused video games oh, about international football because every <laughs> every game um, coming from Japan was always you had a choice of like 10 teams mm-hmm. and it would always be like they'd always be like a weird like Great Britain team and stuff mm-hmm. but like they don't it would only be international it would be ISS international soccer yeah. uh, superstar soccer so it there, there wouldn't be a club game because those licenses were really difficult to get yep. so we just need a new generation of cool games like Actua Soccer. We need games like um, Virtua Striker. Mm. We need games like the first uh, few ISS Pros. So ISS it's, it's, pros. it's video games for me. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with that. I like video games. More video games. <laughs> okay. Unless anybody has anything to say, I, I, I think we should we should move on. So really, Ray, um, keep plugging away, pal. And I'm sure your children will support England very, very uh, fervently with you at the Euros and at the World Cup. Kyle in Glasgow has been in touch. Um, he asked this after the chat on the last mailbag about the enshittification of football. He asks, modern football gets a bad press. What is one thing you guys like about it? One thing you, to like about modern football, I suppose there, there are different degrees of this, aren't there? Because modern football extends from, I suppose, the Premier Leagueification of English football. I think I would say right away, yeah, but, but right away down to like no, I, I Dulwich Hamlet, for example. Yeah, true, but I think twenty first century is what you're looking at here. No, no, sure, sure, but but I suppose there's different ways of answering this this question. Is what I mean in yes, terms of yes, 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 and I mean the Dulwich Hamlet side in terms of the way that people have moved into that. You know, move into that fan base, as it were, as just like a nice day out rather than like, you know, hardcore fans, mm. stuff like that. Yeah. You um, could say that Dulwich Hamlet, though, is, is people supporting their local clubs again, which is actually a throwback to decades ago. Yeah, than... yeah, it is. Like, I know we've spoken about it before, but in terms of like, so for example, there's an aspect of like bougieism within modern football, mm-hmm. specifically at someone like Dulwich Hamlet, okay. which I quite like because I don't support Dulwich Hamlet. So I'll go there, watch football. I like football. Mm. You know, have you, some, have you some, love gourmet burgers. Yeah, have, have a beer, like beer, have some dim sum. I like dim sum. There you mm. go. Having a place where I can do all three of those things, brilliant, perfect. Right. I am absolutely of no value to them as a football club beyond what I spend. Yeah, which I suppose is quite a, quite a modern. You, you are fan the way prawn sandwich brigade that Roy Keane had a go at in the nineties. Or... Oh, oh no, it's way worse than that. Yeah, it's yeah. way beyond that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm, I'm st- steamed pork and bow buns. Okay, yeah. The, the, the spirit of what he was saying is very much aimed at people like you. <laughs> yeah, to a point, but also like I, I suppose the, the the broader answer then is there are more places to slot in and feel. Basically, there are there are more. Um, Places to slot in and, and have your exactly your football experience that you desire. For example, I really like watching football at a pub, but I know part of that is modern football because um, kickoff times are changed to like a Saturday evening, 8 pm, which is a ridiculous time for a game of football. Friday football, a bit of a ridiculous time considering all the travel and the cut down in rest time for the players. But I like going to the pub and, and watching the football with my mates, and that's like a, a nice Friday thing that I do. Which I know is probably, if you can consider this the way this question was framed, mm-hmm. is probably to the detriment of the soul of the game in some way. I think one of the things about modern football that I like, um, we like football and we like lots of football. I mean, I know football's played a little bit too much perhaps, but one of the things is the athleticism of the players and the fitness of the players. It's to be hugely admired. And I mean, like is the kind of the slightly wrong yeah. word, but and it has improved, I think. Oh, it? enormously, noticeably. Like the, the athleticism of footballers um, and whatnot over the years has improved, and they're always trying to get those marginal gains. Footballers have always been fit, let's be honest, from you know way back to the sort of six to fifties and, and whatnot. But now, like the just they're absolute athletes, prime athletes, and that means the quality of of the play is is higher. And and it goes for longer, you know. Again, the the amount of games these players play. Look at the game. Let's take the the, the biggest example, Lionel Messi. The amount of football mm. that man has played over the years. He just okay. I understand t- tournaments are a bit longer now. The Champions League has expanded, you know, or did expand. Blah 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 blah. I, I get it. But the fact is that the, the 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 athleticism of footballers and whatnot in the modern era, they can by and large cope with that. Yes, there is a tipping point. I understand. But within the realms of 
um, being sensible about this. That is what I love because every time you watch certain teams, certain players, you know you're going to get something to to just marvel at, and 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 you know whether or not the game is good, you know the, the energy levels, the intensity, and all the rest of it is there, and and that is something about modern football which yeah. I think sometimes we don't fully appreciate. You know, it is incredible, and especially with the South American players, they go off to South America, fly around, la la la. They're back playing at the weekend, going full pelt. It's just it's incredible. Yeah, and I do feel very blessed to have lived through the time where Lionel Messi had his has had his whole career and continues yeah. to have his whole career as well mm. because I mean we I remember growing up hearing people talk older people talk about Maradona in that same yes. way and you know they'll never be the like again the athleticism yeah well yeah no, well, but, I mean, to a degree but, yeah. but we are talking about the skill here yeah, sure, I've sure, moved sure. that point on yeah, slightly yeah, yeah. but um, the fact I think that he's not someone you would look at in the street and think that's yeah. one of the greatest athletes of all time as yeah. well. Like obviously, you know, there isn't Ronaldo is up there in that argument. They will always be bound together, but Ronaldo is very obviously a, yeah. a you know, like a, a, a show pony. Yeah. Yeah, but Messi's less so and that's very, very enjoyable. Um I would say one of the things that I like about modern football is the way that modern footballers are in in a lot of cases are a bit more switched on understand the impact they have with the profile and the platform mm. they have and they use it well. They're a bit more socially aware at a time where that's really, really important. I thought that this mm. this England squad of you know the Henderson situation aside, um have been have been great. Well, up um, until recently. Up, yeah. up until recently, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um I remember Tyrone Mings calling out Pretty Patel on on, on Twitter and, and, and <laughs> essentially yeah. telling her not to try and associate um um herself with with the England team. And I I I love that. I mean mm. I suppose social media has given players this platform and the opportunity to do it but I just like that they seem like a likeable group of people mm-hmm. but yeah. again but and, and but but they've got further to fall when they do fall uh, in, 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 the, in the World Cup and the uh, armbands and stuff like that I think with um, I think it's become more Americanized, I suppose where um, NFL players feel you know more than happy Copernic backwards I guess yeah. um, to, to, to express themselves uh, on social media about things bigger than the offside different, decisions, different like cultures that. and whatnot, but well, we are seeing that kind of grow in the twentieth century. Anything about modern football that you love, Pete? I, I, I just still think takeovers. A, I still think there's a big sort of thread of just stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Like in the same way that like um, everyone's been talking about the Formula One in Las Vegas recently, and um, I think this morning or last night or something, um, like one of the sewer. What do they call it? Sewer caps? What do you call it? Manhole cover. Like one of the manhole covers just yeah. damaged one of the cars because somebody didn't do it properly. Right. Didn't sort of like yeah. went. Let's let's. Let's put some cement down that mm. manhole cover. I think that's how they'd do it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, And that's stupid. And that's really, there's just a lack of foresight. And there's still stupid stuff happening mm-hmm. with the amount of money sloshing around yeah. Formula One. And like I think when um, Bayern were in the Bundesliga last, last year, I think Cologne were on the attack in one of the matches. And the spr- these massive sprinklers just came out the pitch yeah, yeah, and started yeah. spraying everyone. There's always something stupid like that. Yeah. The, 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 that FA Cup um, match uh, with, that's the, not... with the flag flag and yeah. stuff like that. Like, you like a... in modern football that maybe those stupid things are highlighted because it's so glitzy and glamorous. Yeah, well, yeah, because like the, the, the fancier product gets, the funnier it is when it gets a bit village. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what I like. So there's mm. always something stupid <laughs> happening. The, the in, inability to to um, eliminate yeah. some stupid stuff is what you like about Yeah, exactly, football. because they try and pretend yeah. it's this kind of like robotic... Yeah. A dog, kind of, a dog kind on the pitch. Kind of pro- How's yeah. that happened? It, yeah. Actually, it makes it funnier, doesn't it? So yeah. I've, when, when my girlfriend and I met, she didn't like football. She actively really, really disliked she it. She liked I, you, I though. Didn't, I didn't try to sort of indoctrinate her in, into football, mm. but it just sort of happened naturally, as obviously this is my job, so yep. um, we spend a lot of time watching it. I did my best to sort of... Um, 
explain what I loved about it. And a lot of like, what a, a lot of what I love about it actually, and I think this is the whole reason this podcast exists, is that football is really funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's really, really funny. And the more serious it is, and the more <laughs> serious it presents itself as, when something stupid happens, which it inevitably does, <laughs> it makes it all the funnier. Yeah. Mm. And it, I think, you're right, Pete, it's heartening to me that um, that that can't be sterilised. No, because you know, yeah. there's, still, pe- there's still people in, involved, isn't there? We and, can't and get rid of silly. the human condition. No, <laughs> um, just a, one final one from me. The pitches. Yeah, they're way better. The pitches make Carpets. it so much better. Mm. And also, when you see a lovely green pitch, especially on TV, it really pops. Mm. Yes. Oh, lovely old job. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Oh dear, look at these keepers. Uh, got a message from um, Tom Bradstreet. Hey Tom. Uh, after Vish mentioned the Norwegian third tier side Lynn missing out on promotion by one single goal after winning 10 at one, uh, a Ramble listener got in touch uh, who was at the game. No way. Um, I was listening to Monday's pod, uh, says Tom, uh, and I couldn't believe my ears when Lynn's 10-1 win against uh, Framlavik uh, featured among the highlights of the weekend. I'm a Brit, living in Oslo, and a Lynn season ticket holder. And I was at Saturday's game. It was absolutely fucking mental. Uh, before <laughs> the nonsense kicked off, we were level on points with uh, Eggerson, uh, but, but behind them, 
on uh, goal difference. Unless they dropped points at home against Vard, we need to make up a difference of five. At halftime, both matches stood at 3-0. So hopes of automatic promotion had all but gone. Hopes finally extinguished when Fram nicked a goal back after the restart. Or so it seemed. It wasn't until we reached 8-1 that the stadium started to believe. With Eggerson <laughs> now winning 5-0, we need another three to pip them to the post. We made it 9-1 in the 89th minute and 10-1 in the 94th, hitting the woodwork in between. The players are running to the stands to ask fans for updates for the other match. Eventually, we just chanted the score from the stands. Alas, we ended up a solitary goal short. The playoff awaits. You won't be persuading. This game was one hell of an experience. But if proof were needed, get this. Less than two weeks ago, I was released from hospital after a fairly desperate medical scare that ended with me being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. So I made damn sure to bring my blood sugar monitor with me to the big match. (laughs) I'll tell you now, sweets and fizzy pop ain't got nothing on the beautiful game. My glucose level more than doubled. (laughs) And that was just at half time. Try breathing very, very slowly while your club is quite literally racing to (laughs) score a fuck ton of goals as quickly as humanly possible. Injury time indeed. Cheap insulin out there, though, you'd imagine. Love that show. <laughs> uh, love the show. You gave me a good laugh while I was stuck in hospital. Uh, so cheers for that. Keep it the brilliant work. Uh, love from the frozen north. Uh, Tom. Thank you, Tom. That was fantastic. Blimey. Great. Beautifully written email Blimey. as well. What, what do you think of that, Vish? You were the one that brought this to the Ramble table. And then what a commentary we got there. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That is um, that is wonderfully chaotic. I love the idea of, of um, chanting the score from the other game. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> such a good way of doing it. How do you um, organise that to sort of do it? Because there was the, there was a chant that went round. I can't remember. I think Leeds might have been involved. There was a Leeds fan with chinos on that's in right. the opposing <laughs> stand. And the, the, no, the Leeds they, fans were chanting at. A, um, at I think a it was a Leeds fan with the trousers. Oh, was it? Yeah. Ah. So that was the chinoed uh, uh, fan. But like the, the whole stand started doing five or six different chants it, about very creative, yeah. yeah it was incredible how they got to, to you just, you've so got to have a ringleader you've got to have yeah. but also as well I, I, how many fans were at this game is you know right, you've yeah, not yeah, got 50,000 yeah. strong so no, I think true. that that uh, you'll have a few people updating the score so if if, if one person just starts going 5-0 five, 5 you just need 2 or 3 mm. and then it's like oh, okay that's what but imagine doing. having to deal with like a, a, a almost a brand new um, uh, um, physical affliction <laughs> I'm going I don't know what I'm doing here yeah, I don't, I my blood sugar's gone mad <laughs> it's like I, yeah do you think I just can't be, I, it's like Danny Glover I'm too I'm too, too old for this <laughs> I'm too diabetic for this oh blind <laughs> yeah, exactly um, so someone else got in touch um, about Another, frankly, extraordinary game recently as a follow-up to this. Uh, this is Stephen Hunter. He says, I went to a game between Ballymena United and Coleraine and want to share what happened. One, after a 1-1 draw on extra time, it took 44 penalties to decide it. All 11 men took two turns. Two, after about 30 penalties, ex-Newcastle United Academy player Isaac Westendorf seemingly lost count and looked to start a knee slide, thinking his side had won when, in fact, they'd pulled a level. Three, the ball was sponsored by meat. <laughs> right. Just right. generic meat, perhaps? Yeah, I want to know what the meat was like. Got was it written on, on it? the ball? Was yeah. It, yeah, was it coloured <laughs> like, like a big minced meatball? That's so good, isn't it? Wow. Um, I've, I've got to say, as far as Isaac Westendorf's concerned, I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, because yeah. if, 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 if the referee's a little bit slack, yeah. just, just run off if and tell it blows about. up, yeah. presumably... And that's it. And that's the game. And we've won. Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, that is mad. 
you, that gets to the point of you know what I don't care if my team wins this or not just stop mm. yeah just hurry I'm, up I'm exhausted yeah. I, if, I, if, I, sorry. If you, sorry Marcus if you were going to make a, a ball out of me what would you, I would choose a scotch egg kind of configuration but then you'd have like the wobbling around in the middle and then they, they're not um... breadcrumbs bread going to come sorry, off sorry you're clearly eating fancier um, scotch eggs than I am it's always hard from the garage oh, it's always a hard egg <laughs> the garage you want, you want a black pudding right that's going to have the best purchase or, oh. the, or the, the best structural integrity. What a ball a full ball of, black a ball pudding. of black pudding. I mean, yeah. is it meat? Because it's blood, isn't yeah. it? Does that count as meat? There's enough meat in there, isn't there? Yeah, probably. Marcus, yeah. do you want to come in on this? Yeah, I'm just sort of thinking. I, I've had meat round. Yeah, I, I think I think you've covered it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be foolish to add anything to this. Quite frankly, mm. I um I watched this penalty shootout. I found it right, and the whole thing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Took an awfully long time. Better did, but the quality. I just, I find so. So, who is it that said? What is it in penalties? Is it is it seventy thirty, right, or seventy five twenty five? Whoever goes first or second is no, that? no. In terms of scoring to goalkeeper, right, right, right. You know, do the t- 80, yeah. 80, 20 or seventy thirty. That's what you're dealing with, I think, in the in the, the takers' favour against the goalkeeper. So for have to have so many scored. Mm. That's very high percentage. Mm. And to it's be, impressive. To be fair, a lot of them that were scored weren't exactly rifle top left. They were like middle of the goal. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I, and, but yeah. I find it incredible that if... Keep spending a lot of time on the floor. Yeah, saying. but if you're like eighth, ninth, tenth taker, mm. you're, you've obviously probably not practised them that much. You're not no. that au fait. Yeah, you just step up and like slot one home. I think it's pretty good. I remember watching, as you will, Vish, Manchester United versus Villarreal in Europa League. When players were going up, and I was thinking, oh, because that was a long penalty shootout, um, and because it was David De Gea that missed, mm. so it went uh, to the whole team. And some players are going, oh, he's the eighth taker. He stuffed it in the top corner. Yeah, <laughs> oh, how's he? How's he not? <laughs> well, they're, all, in the... they're all professional footballers, aren't they? That's that's mm. what it comes down to. Yeah, but it's still though, like you know, I, I just sort of think that that's quite impressive. And mm. when somebody misses, when it's I don't know, so what? It gets to sort of I don't know, twelve, eleven. Or so, no, I say it's twelve all or something, and then somebody misses. You think, oh, finally. And then the other person misses. You're like, oh, does go it, on, Bennett. We carry it, on. Does it taint it that the person who missed the last um, penalty was the goalkeeper, though? I wouldn't was say one it of the goalkeepers. It, does it taint it? it? Feels like it taints it. Well, look at um, was it Liverpool Chelsea mm. when Kelleher did he Actually, score? When you go through the whole team, mm. I, I should know this. I mean, I really should know this. Go when on. you go through the whole team, do you have to? And, and everyone has to take a penalty. You can't make subs in a penalty shoot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so once you've done once you've done eleven, do yeah. you have to you go back stick round. with the same order that you took the penalty? Yeah, I believe. In? Yeah, so, you yeah. have to. You, you have go, to because you, you couldn't like front load. And you'd yeah. you'd want to as well, wouldn't you? you? Well, because unless you, you made terrible decisions well, but, in the first round. Well, no, but I mean, if you've if you've picked your five takers mm. and you go all the way back round, you're not going to go. Actually, let's have that lot. <laughs> well, no, because you <laughs> you'd, you'd, you would front load it. Ideally, with the people who scored, wouldn't you? So that mm. might change yes. it somewhat. But, well, but every, yeah. everyone's scoring or everyone's missing because hence you've gone that far. Yeah, but that, that's what that's what I mean. That you might front load it with the ones who who scored. To do but, it, yeah. but I suppose um, that's an interesting part of it because if you missed your penalty the first time round, or even if you scored your penalty the first time round, bear in mind that how you have to gear yourself up for mm. taking a penalty in a shootout. Yeah, and then think. Hold on, I've already I've just used my main thing here. Yeah. I've got to choose something else. I imagine you're you're a centre half. You've you've taken your penalty, you've scored it, you're like brilliant, banked. I've, yeah. I've done yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I now. can sort of relax in myself, <laughs> yeah. still anxious for the team, and then you've got to step up yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. That's that's gotta be so much harder than the first one. 
Well, gentlemen, I think after that mammoth chat about that mammoth penalty shooter, we should end uh, today's mailbag. So thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble mailbag. Uh, we'll be back with another one of these in two weeks' time. To get in touch, remember, tweet us on X at Football Ramble, message us on Instagram at Football Ramble, and of course, email us at shirtfootballramble.com. Uh, join us on Monday, and don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Isn't that right, Vish? Do it. Yeah. Would you like to say anything to the good people who are enjoying their weekend right now? Uh, just keep going. It's tiring <laughs> and in the headache might come, but just keep, just yeah. plough through it. Push on through. P- push yeah. on through yeah, until the wee hours of Sunday morning. Yeah. And I'll see you there. As, <laughs> as Liam Gallagher said during COVID, drink through it. <laughs> Thank Not you, Peter. Advice. It keeps you indoors, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. And thank you, Liam. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.